We are back. Hey, Mikey. Hey, Joey. Good to see you, man. It's good to see you. It's good to hear you. It's good to smell you. Whoa. Whoa. I'm about that. Uh, well, uh, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I tried to sound like you. I can. You're it. getting there. I like it, though. <laughs> it's even. It's, well, right now with your congestion, I'm just trying to uh-huh. make my voice deep. Deeper. Wait, my, my voice oh, is usually pretty deep. No, it's not. Hey, guys. <laughs> on, here, here, here's my Joey. What the F's up, MFers? <laughs> I like to make an entrance. Hey, that everyone likes a good entrance. Yeah. Like, if someone comes in with this grand gesture, it just puts everybody in a good mood. Yeah. It's, like, it's very right. focused. Yeah, yeah. This guy's here. Yeah, it's going to be a good time now. I'm that guy. I'm the fogo that'll walk in and say, What's up, bitches? What's up, gangsters? And I'm the guy walking behind you, uh, giving out the uh, the pages. Please sign here say that you're not going to sue Joey for calling you a bitch. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we need a, we need, there's got to be another person picking up the papers that they throw down. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you can train your dog. Or we can line the paper with peanut butter and she'll eat it. Why don't we just attach a basket to her back? And as they sign it, and I walk away, it's like, all right, find the dog with a basket and put it there. (laughs) If you're not interested, put it in the dog's basket. If you're not interested, put it in the dog's basket. If you're not interested... Blink-182 is back, Michael. Blink-182 is back. Blink-180, motherfucking two. And this is the Blink episode. This is going to be the Blink episode. And what's funny about it, <clears throat> I proposed this episode a month ago. And I think at the beginning of everything. Yeah. Um, a month ago, Blink-182, as we know it, was Mark Hoppus, Travis Barker, and Matt Skiba. And how dare you, sir? How dare you? Anyways, it used to have a former member called Tom DeLong. And throughout all this changeup, Blink-182 is one of Joey's favorite bands, if not his favorite band. So my proposition was always like, it's your favorite band. Let's do a love letter to Blink-182. That's it. I want you to talk about why Blink uh, is so beloved in your eyes, how it started, why that love continues now. And I think if things had stayed the way that they (laughs) were, we would have been fine. Yeah. And then, and then like a dad coming back from going to get cigarettes at the corner supermarket. (laughs) Tom DeLonge's like, hey, everyone, I'm back. And they announced a world tour. And I've seen Joey go through a whole gamut of emotions like, this is cool, but you came to my baseball game a couple years ago and said you weren't going anywhere again. And then you left. And now you're back again. And you're saying, you know what? I'm going to be here for Christmas this year. And Joey's like, nah, nah, I've been hurt. I love you, but I've been hurt. And 
I don't know how I feel about it. So as much as I wanted this one to be, hey, tell me about nothing but your love from Blink for Blink. The last couple days have made this turn into something that I never intended it to be. And I don't think Joey ever wanted it to be. Because nope. there are a lot of complicated emotions about a band that he loves so much. So if if I may, if if I can kind of lead it here, why why don't <clears> we start at the beginning? Because I think this will inform why the complicated feelings come later. What is it about Blink that you love so much? Well, thank you for that wonderful introduction, Michael. I... <laughs> You know, I, 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 I want to be clear here that I've I've outlined my personality, my hairstyle, my clothes style, my style out of Dirt Blink 182. And I want this to in no way, shape, or form come out as I'm hating. But I can't deny that a brother's been hurt. <laughs> Just like Mikey said, it's one of those things, man. I, I maybe it's a little gatekeepy, maybe it's a little sensitive, sensitive. Mm -hmm. But this isn't the first comeback. <laughs> and, and and the first comeback was so good. The first time, first time that they came, <laughs> first time, the first time they came. All right, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. I just, we'll get there. What was the question again? I'm sorry. Yeah, I got caught up in the emotion. Uh, yeah, I think you needed to get that out before we... Yeah, okay. So the question, what is, what is my love for Blinkman? Yeah. Where uh, does it the... start? Why so much? Honestly, I remember having my older sister's CD, Enema of the State. Mm -hmm. It was scratched. So I was only able to listen to songs like one through six. But I remember... One through six got played on repeat until LimeWire gave me the full version of the album, and I was able to enjoy it from front to back. And it was one of those things where these guys were so cool, they were so funny, they were midgets, they were crazy, <laughs> cr crazy things in their video. I just got a uh, yeah, okay, cool, everything's good. And um, they uh. I wanted to be like them. I wanted to be funny, man. I wanted to stand under a waterfall outside of a tour bus. I wanted to roll around with a dude and a dog. Minus the dude. <laughs> and it was uh, one of those. And then, yeah, they were just, it was just funny. And then it was cool because when I was younger, they're all on TV. I got to show everybody and things like that. Like, look, these guys are cool and whatnot. And then when I started playing music, you start, you know, Enema of the State was the album that I played from front to back as, like, practice in my garage. I, um, oh, yeah, here goes my doggie. And, um, yeah, and it's just one of those album, those bands. Let me let her out one second. Yeah, no problem. For those wondering, this is the famous uh, Nina that um, he's so... <clears throat> generously made me the godfather of so that should something ever happen to Joey I need to take care of Nina that's who we're talking about here little Nina na 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 wait there's Franklin and Franklin is the evil cat that him and his fiance owned 
It is a wonderful cat, but it is evil. And as most cats are, if you ever see Joey's uh, Snapchats, you'll see that um, that cat likes to throw down. Hell yeah, he does. <laughs> Them two are always fighting like Simba and or Mufasa and Scar. Uh, dude, can I, uh, can I pause the bit for a second? You look so comfortable. Oh, thank you. You got your arm over the chair and everything. Like it's, it seems like in Studio One Hundred and Five, you've got comf more comfy. It's well, you know, we're usually at the studio table. Today, I'm at the studio couch, and this is where all the uh, um, the late night sessions of Studio One Hundred and Five happen. And uh, I've got my relaxation pants. I'm just nice. You know, don't have much product in my hair. I'm just laying back. Talking to my best friend, and he's uh, feeling comfortable, man. So I appreciate yeah, it. I'm jealous. I'm on a folding chair. <laughs> Those could be comfortable. It's been eight hours. Um. So yeah, back to Blink 182. <laughs> There's uh, yeah, man. It was just dude. They were so funny. Dick jokes, fart jokes, dad dick jokes, dicks on dad jokes. It was just dog dick jokes it was just funny man it was and then when i was in a band i made a lot I, I tried and i was a poor i was the wish list version of blink 182 i was chunky and i had bad dick jokes but i had a, the time of my life and it was so fun and it was all because i wanted to just you know that band man it just it touched me okay all three of them and and when tom DeLong left you know I respected him. When he came back, I was stoked the first time. Sure. But I don't know. I just can't be super. I, I'm not trying to think like a cynic. It's just. Like, I think we were talking about it a little too much beforehand, but it comes down to the album. That's what I want to hear. Sure. When he made, when he, when he says that he, they made the best album of their career after everything they've put out. Yeah. Yeah. After like my mind literally went to the self-titled. What? That's that's a really look. And if I may, real quick, I'm not the biggest Blink fan. I, I think we've been over yeah. this. Um, for me, they were always just a band that was on TRL. People seem to like them a lot, but uh, I don't know. They never really connected with me the way they did. The way you've described. Uh, yeah, man. There, there are bands that have with me, but that being said. That self-titled album, I bought that album, and I listened to it from front to back. That's how much I love that album. So, yeah. on, on the same wavelength, I'm like, look, the other stuff didn't connect. That album hit with me really well, and if you're saying something's better than that, I can understand your skepticism at, that's a tall order. Yeah, that's a huge... Yeah, and, and, you know, I wouldn't care so much, but they were the first band that also showed me their recording process when they were recording that album, when they were in the house, they rented that house, and I forget where it was, I think it was in San Diego, but they, anyways, they rented that house, and they were, um, they just made work look fun, and they motivated me to, like, just, like, whatever it is, it's, like, I don't know, I try to make it fun, because it's, if it's not fun, I try to make it fun because then, I don't know, it's better, easier. But they, uh, and that's the, the self-titled, 
was after everything great that got them there. Take off your pants and jacket? Oh, fucking. Uh. I mean, it's to, a great album. To this day, one of the bits that I was like, hey, put your pants back on. It's my, yeah, it's, it's, I can't help but take off my pants and jacket. So let me, let me ask you this, and this might be getting like really in the weeds. Do you feel as if, if they're back again, right? And it's not as great as it was, which will be subjective. Do you think that that will personally affect how you view yourself because you modeled so much of yourself after them? And do you think that's where some of this might come from? This feels like a real good artist on artist episode. <laughs> they just got real. That's a deep ass question, Mikey. I was trying to. <laughs> uh, uh... Fuck, who am I? Oh, <laughs> what is Joey? When is Joey? You know what would be a great picture for this episode now is the one of you staring off into space. Oh, I know. Just thinking about <laughs> what am I? What is life? Oh, no, I think I think when I was younger, that pre. Oh. oh. Is this? I don't know if the timeline's all out of whack. I don't know if they'll get. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. One day it'll click. <laughs> oh, there's a. Uh, what was I saying? No, I don't think it's going to. It's just more of. It's kind of like when Tom left the first time. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, he thought we'd never have anything. Yeah, plus forty four was created, and that's one of the best fucking bands ever put out one of the best albums and then just dropped the mic and walked away because it all came from the angry side of the heart and yeah he came back yeah they made another album that was half felt half-assed and then yeah they made another ep that was like well why couldn't you guys do this and keep going the dogs eating dogs ep if anybody's heard that fucking fist bump your way up over here because that was a good album or ep of what could have been and then nothing happened and so it's like after that dare i say after that heartbreak i was like you know what i'm not even it doesn't even matter the members it's the message it's the idea of what blink 182 is mad skiba alkaline trio great i love i love some of their songs i'm not the biggest fan but then when he um it was more of it doesn't matter who's in there who's in blink because it's what blink stands for it's what blink is the fact that blink keeps going they're no matter and they've always been about and that's what i've always liked about them and their music it's like no matter what what happens we keep going kind of thing the perseverance of like falling for a girl getting her number asking her out not getting her number whatever it is it's like try and fail but then they always have that anthemic climax at the end of every song kind of thing and uh it's just kind of like they're going to keep going. So the only thing that's just as constant as that is what they stand for. And so, I mean, it's cool. He's back. I'll be more excited about it if they put out a good album. Yeah. You know, I'll be, I, I'm not like quick to hate on it. I'm not hoping for the best or I'm not hoping for the worst, but I'm not, I'm pre- prepared for less than their best. That makes sense. Welcome to the tribe of cautiously optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> 
cautiously optimistic yep. optimisticado yeah it's it's the same way i felt when um uh heath ledger was announced for uh as the joker i remember for a couple years i was very hype on batman begins and i got familiar with who christopher nolan was at that time and who christian bale was i'd known him i'm like okay this seems interesting and they made that movie and batman begins was great and I was at the comic shop when they I heard the news that Heath Ledger had been cast as the Joker. And I remember thinking, okay, the guy from A Knight's Tale? I don't know if... Uh, <laughs> huh. I don't know how I feel about that. But I also, in my mind, I was like, but wait. Christopher Nolan just made this really great movie. I think, I think he's bought himself some goodwill. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to see how this movie turns out, because the other guy at the comic shop was already shitting all over it. And I'm like, no, let let's see what happens. And, and that's what I don't want to be, dude. Yeah. I don't want to be a shitter. I already shit enough. I don't want to shit on my favorite band. And you know what's funny? You 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 don't want to come off that way. You're not coming off that way. I think in your own mind, it, it's very, it's very negative in your mind because. Everything you describe about what you took out of Blink is, I see it in you every day when we talk, man. Even your description of what Blink is and the way you've approached me or the the way you've told me to approach things when it comes to talking to that one girl at work or how to approach my work and stuff like that. Dude, you've you've gotten a lot of good out of this band. And I understand, I'm understanding why the hurt is so, so much. But... You don't come off negative. You simply come off as, hey, we've been here before, and I'm going to wait and see what happens. This is, mm-hmm. yes, this has the potential to be a good thing, but I'm not going to go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs here. I just want to see what happens. And like you said, before you ever mention, like, I'm going to wait on the what the music is, I think that was always understood. That you have to wait for the music, and you won't know until the music, the music is out. We'll edit that out. Yeah, yeah, we'll totally edit that out. Have you have you ever heard the Mark, Tom, and Travis show? They had a show. There's a live album that they did. No, I can't say that I have. Oh man, well we have our episodes where we show each other things. That's gonna be one of the things I show you. You showed me Lost Boys. I'll show you that. And okay, I'm gonna be very honest. When you first described the episode where we show each other things, I thought something completely <laughs> different until what you just said. So I'm glad that was cleared <laughs> up. You want to see my secret thing? <laughs> I only show Nina. What? No, <laughs> that's a dog, and she's a girl. <laughs> I do it to boy dogs. Um, yeah, man, it's 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 um it's. I think I feel like that because the truth is the bare bones of it all, man. I'm not happy about Blink. I'm happy there's. I'm not happy he's back. I'm happy there's a new album. Okay. Yeah, and and but bless everybody who hit me up and was like, "Yo, Tom's back." I got honestly, I got some more fucking responses about hey tom's back in blink then i got for happy birthdays last year 
And it was like, you know, that's kind of cool, man. People associate anything with me, that man. Is, I was about to say, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. And so I was like, uh, you know, like, oh, cool. I get it. And I didn't want to be a downer, but I think it's because it happened for t- so many, like, so many times where I was like, all right, I don't want to be a downer, but, all right, I don't want to be a downer, but, and then I start feeling like a downer. But I'm not. I'm and, just, and I'm just lazy. Back, so here's the thing, real quick. Going back to being part of who you are, did you feel people were expecting Tom's back? Yeah, that's what they were expecting from you, and that's what made you feel like a donor? Is that what I'm yeah. understanding? Yep. Oh. Yeah, probably. Oh, forget all that, dude. Yeah, and it's, uh. But yeah, I mean, like, I bought. I, I already got my concert ticket, though, so. <laughs> Yep, going to see them in June at the hometown <laughs> show in San Diego. So I mean, of and course I did, you are. Uh, yep, and I I got my Blink One Eighty Two shirt out of the self titled, and I just you know, that day I did listen to Blink One Eighty Two's Greatest Hits again. So, but I just see. Okay, here's the thing: everything you just said about being a downer just got canceled out by the fact that you still <laughs> bought a ticket. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, regardless of all this drama, you said, I still love this band. I know how much, hell, I know how long you're working throughout the day and how much you're doing. And you still took some of that money that you earned and you said, yes, I'm going to buy these tickets. And I'm going and I'm going to go down to San Diego for the hometown show. Yeah. So... Regardless of anything else, and you may be feeling like a downer, at the end of the day, you still put your money where your mouth is, and you're still supporting the band. Fuck yeah, man. So, look, it happens in wrestling all the time. Fans go, and they chant whatever they want to chant, and the powers that be are like, you know what? They paid for their ticket. They can say whatever they want. Same, Same philosophy applies here. You bought your ticket. So you're yeah. entitled to say whatever the hell you want, plain and simple. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, man, fuck Tom. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, dude. Fuck Tom, but also, Angels and Airways is great. I think I saw them and once. It's, re- it's recorded now. I've always, uh, you know, everybody who's like, oh, they're going to suck. No, they're good, man. They're good. I think I've only <laughs> heard The Adventure. That's the, that was like their first song, right? Yeah, that's the song I listened to when I was walking up to the podium during graduation ceremony from high school. Oh. I'm that dramatic, but it was nice. I had it on repeat throughout the whole ceremony. Dude, that's why we get along. What was it? Uh, during a softball game for the Bible study, um, it was my turn to bat. I made sure I had my headphones on, and I made sure mm-hmm. I played... Uh, cult of personality while I walked up to bat. <laughs> so, I have a walk of music, so, hey, I get it. There's a reason we get along. Yeah. You always got to have a soundtrack to life, man, and, and Blink-182 is mine. I'm saying. But, yeah. yeah, man. I can only hope they got some good dick jokes, though. I'm sure they will. And they'll go all night long. They're gonna get you. Uh, they're gonna leave you satisfied and satisfied and smiling. I hope they come hard. Well, they are coming. 
I hope when they come that each one has their time coming and is able to really just make it. I don't know. That was a bad joke. I was thinking about dick jokes. And I was, then I just started seeing a bunch of dicks and I just bailed. That's a very... <laughs> it's a very strange reaction to drive yourself there and then pull back. I've been to the edge of the abyss, Michael. And it was filled I'm blending with... metaphors now. I don't know. <laughs> I'm hungry. What year is it? Yeah, so I mean, I'm stoked. Uh, I'm, I'm cool that Blink's back, but they, they, I'll be more stoked when they release the album. That's what I'm waiting for. When's the album? I'll want to hear some new tunes. I think that's a fair assessment. Playing some. Yeah, man. Who's the band for you that you that you you'd be cautiously excited uh, for came back? I I no no. <laughs> I, I just completely fanboy out for my bands because, who was it? Tiger Army. They released the album in 2007, and then Nick 13 decided to do an, a country album in 2011. And then they didn't release a new album until 2018, Tiger Army. And that entire time, I'm like, I'm like, forget this. What the hell? He's not doing anything. But as soon as that album came out, oh my goodness, this is the best album I've ever heard. This is so good. And dark and, I'm going to learn how to play Dark and Lonely Night. And I forgot about it immediately. So I just, I don't know. There's enough, there's too many negative things in my life for me to um, hate something for, for too long. Yeah. So that's probably been the largest gap where I was like, yeah, we'll see. Look, I still got the Tiger Army tattoo. You know, it's still the band I think I've seen more than anybody. Um, but that's probably the closest it came to something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm glad you, you pushed me to do the Blink episode because I honestly, I feel relieved now. I feel like like I got something off my chest. I'm glad, man. I'm glad. Cause like I've been carrying around. I've seen the it. I've seen it. And like I said at the beginning, this was never intended to be like... Um, hey, tell us what you think about Tom coming back. This was literally going to be your opportunity. To like, all right, dude, I know you love Blink. Tell all your stupid sex and dick jokes you want to say for for a whole episode. The like, one time, just have fun and Tom. Ruben. If now it feels like this is the first one, like I think episode we've done where I feel like you're David Letterman, and it's like for my next guest. Have you watched that series on Netflix? And we're, like, actually having a heart-to-heart about life. No, but like, I know the premise. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, this is the first one where it feels very interviewy. It's cool. Cool, cool, cool. See, in my head, I went to Inside the Actor Studio. Well, like a one-on-one? Yeah. 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 We think very similarly. It's like artist on artist, but with, like, Ace Ventura and... I don't know. Because you... Oh, who would you be if you were? I don't know. Without you're, you're Ace Ventura. Yeah. And well, you are, because you just did the blah 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 blah. I'm not sure who I would be. Oh, I know. No, wait. I'd be Wadsworth from Clue. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a lot easier to answer than I thought it would be. Yeah. But yeah. 
There yeah, we go. Well, Artist Spotlight, Joey Leon. What do you think about Blink? Yeah, I'm glad I got that off my chest. Now I can go he take off my the, pants and jacket. And he got him brief. <laughs> so, if you made it to this as far this point of the podcast, thank you. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and pay attention when you're listening, because you never know what kind of wacky things Mikey will be saying. Um, yeah. Please share this with your friends, and also let us know if uh, you had any fun. How you feel about Tom coming back? Did you buy your Blink ticket? Find out next time on Run the Bit. For Joe Leon, I'm Mikey Almost. And for Mikey Almost, I'm Joey Leon. Bye-bye.